0: Hey, everybody, I'm Jason Klaus. And before we begin this week's episode of the Klaus to the Heart podcast, I wanted to take a couple of minutes and kind of talk about the content for this week's episode. Because of of the subject matter that I will be discussing, I had to put a rated M uh, disclaimer on this episode. However, this show has been recorded in two different segments. And the first segment will be much more family-friendly oriented. It is an inspiring story, and I would encourage you guys to to take a couple of minutes and actually listen to the first segment. Now, the second one will be very much adult oriented in terms of language and content and if that's not something that you are interested in listening to there will be ample opportunity for you to close out the episode before we tackle that topic. With that being said the Klaus to the Heart podcast begins right now. This episode of the Klaus to the Heart podcast has been rated M for mature audiences only. Some material and dialogue may not be suitable for members of the family under 18 years of age. You want to get raw? Let's get raw. This is the Klaus to the Heart. Klaus to the Heart. Klaus to the Heart podcast. We are going to talk about things that affect everyday life. Some of it you're going to agree with, some of it you're not. You're damn right I'm fired up because this is a topic worth being fired up about. There is silver lining in just about anything. You just have to look for it because it's not always going to be at the forefront. This is the Klaus to the Heart podcast, podcast. This is the Klaus to the Heart podcast, powered by Anchor.fm. Hey everybody, I'm Jason Klaus, and you are listening to the Klaus to the Heart podcast, powered by Anchor.fm. I certainly appreciate you taking time out of your day to give the show a listen. As you heard at the very top of the program this show is going to be done in two parts but because of the content that I'm going to talk about in the second segment here I had to put a mature rating on this episode um but with that being said uh the first the first topic that we're going to talk about here is, a, is much more family friendly oriented. And um, it's actually a story that I'm going to read t- to you that came across my radar and I'll go into a little bit of, of, of the backstory here. Um, but f- I, I want I, I want to be upfront right out of the gate. you know this is a two segment show. The second one is going to be much more adult-oriented in terms of language and dialogue. And I have no doubt that with what I'm going to talk about in the second segment, um, this is going to make this episode one of, if not the most controversial shows that I've done since since I've launched the podcast. Uh, But, you know, if that's not the kind of thing you want to listen to, you will have... Um, ample opportunity, and you will know before I start getting into that 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 type that that segment with that content. I'm going to read you a story here in in a couple of minutes that um, came across my radar. It actually came to me from my wife Carrie, and um she actually came across this story from one of her baseball mom groups on Facebook. Our son is in a travel baseball league and with that she um was she's been a part of these, you know, mom groups and things of this nature and this is a story that she read to our son Austin. Now, generally speaking, I try very, very hard not to eavesdrop on other people's conversations. However, with this, I, you know, she was probably a good two or three minutes into the story that something she said triggered my interest to the point to where I stopped what I was doing and zeroed in on the remainder of the story. And it's stories like this, ladies and gentlemen, that puts life in perspective. And it's one of these stories that as soon as I heard it, I knew I wanted to talk about it. And truth be told, I have been sitting on this for about a week and a half now because I wasn't exactly sure how I wanted to tackle it. But I knew that it was something that I really wanted to talk about because if it if 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 it conjured up the kind of emotions that it did in me, I have no doubt that it's going to conjure up some of the emotions in you. If you don't feel something at the end of this story, I question whether or not you are indeed without a without a shadow of a doubt a human being. And if you are a human being, I question. What kind of of human being you are if this story does not conjure up any kind of of, of emotional re- reaction, I've got to believe that at your core you are without a shadow of a doubt, a butthole straight up, straight up there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it, okay. So, bear with me as as I read this. Now, anytime I try to read anything word for word, um, my speech impediment a lot of times takes takes a a step forward, for the lack of a better term. It, it it takes you know the 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 center stage. Now, anybody who knows me on a personal level knows, and if you've listened to my show, you, you may not pick up on the speech impediment all the time because I consciously, especially when I'm in the middle of, of, of talking about something, and if I go into a rant, while I am saying what I'm saying, I'm making a, an effort to use the words that I can spit out a lot easier than I can other ones because I don't like to, that's the one, that's the one drawback about doing things like this and having a, and I don't want to say the word handicap, especially in terms of the story that I'm fixing to read to you. Um, But, but it, it, it is one of those things that, you know, it, I have dealt with my entire life. And it it's embarrassing. I'll be straight up, and you know, people who don't understand what happens with somebody who has a speech impediment, a stutter, or or something like this, you are perceived to be sub intelligent or stupid. Uh, I don't think I'm a stupid person. I it, it's just the fact is is that I can't. I have to adjust my vocabulary a lot differently than most people do. However, uh, when you're reading something that somebody else had written, you you really want to try to do it justice by reading everything that they put down. So I'm going to be straight up with you. As I'm reading this, I'm going to get hung up on, on a few different words. There's nothing I can do about it. There is nothing I can do about it. It is what it is. If that bothers you or, or anything like that, I, I'm sorry. You, you know, This is probably not going to be the episode you want to listen to. There's nothing I can do about it. But at the same time, I feel it's very important for the integrity of this story that I do the, be- the very best that I can to read this word for word. And it's going to, and you're going to be able to tell because I'm already kind of feeling the emotions rising up even before I've I've started reading this thing. So just please bear with me, okay? I have a cup of coffee in hand, and uh, you know throughout throughout this story because it is a longer one, I may have to take a a, a second or two to kind of, you know, take a drink of coffee to wet the throat because, you know, the more I talk, the more the drier my mouth and my throat gets and you know, I start sound sounding like crap and nobody, you know, I don't want I don't want to sound like crap for you for you guys. So, with that, <clears throat> this is a story that was written by somebody that somebody else had gotten a hold of, and they posted it on this baseball moms group page on Facebook. It is as follows: At a fundraising dinner at, for, for a school that serves that serves kids with learning disabilities, the father of one of the students. Uh, delivered a speech that would never be forgotten by all who attended. After extolling the school and its staff, he offered a question. When not interfered with by outside influences, everything nature does is done with perfection. Yet my son Shay cannot learn things as other kids do. He cannot understand things. As other children do. Where is the natural order of, th- of things in my son? The audience was stilled by the question. The father continued, I believe that when a child like Shay, who was mentally and f- physically comes into the world an opportunity to realize true human nature presents itself and it comes in the way other people treat that child then he told the following story shay and i walked past a park where some boys that that shay knew were playing baseball shay asked do you think they'll let me play I knew that most of the boys would not want someone like Shea on their team, but as a father, I also un- understood that if my son were allowed to play, it would give him a much needed sense of belonging and some confidence to be accepted by others in spite of his handicaps. I approached one of the boys on the field and asked, not, not expecting much, if Shea could play. The boy looked around for guidance and said, we're we're losing by six runs and the game is in the eighth inning. I guess he can be on our team and we'll try to put him in to bat in the ninth inning. Shea struggled over to the team's bench and with a broad smile, put on a team shirt. I watched with a small tear in my eye and warmth in my heart. The boy saw my joy at my son being accepted. In the bottom of the 8th inning, Shea's team scored a few runs but was still behind by 3. In the top of, of the ninth inning, Shea put on a glove and played in the right field. Even though no hits came his way, he was obviously ecstatic just to be in the game and on the field, smiling from ear to ear as I waved to him from the stands. In the bottom of the ninth inning, Shea's team scored again. Now, with two outs and the bases loaded, the, the potential winning run was on base, and Shea was scheduled to be next at bat. At this point, do they let Shea bat and, and give away their chance to win the game? Surprisingly, Shane was given the bat. Everyone knew that a hit was all but impossible, but Shea didn't even know how to hold the bat properly, much less make contact with the ball. However, as Shea stepped to the plate, the pitcher, recognizing that the other team was putting winning aside for this moment in Shea's life, moved in a few steps to lob the ball in softly so Shea could at least make contact. The first pitch came, and Shea swung clumsily and missed. The pitcher again took a few steps forward to toss the ball softly toward Shea. As the, pitch, as the pitch came in, Shea swung at the ball and hit a slow ground ball right back to the pitcher. The game would now be over. The pitcher picked up the soft grounder and could have easily thrown the ball to the first baseman. Shea would have been out and that would have been the end of the game. Instead, the pitcher threw the ball right over the first baseman's head, out of reach of all of his teammates. Everyone from the stands and both teams started yelling, "Shay, run to first. Never in his life had Shay ever run that far, but he made it to first base. He scampered down the baseline, wide-eyed and startled. Everyone yelled, run to second, run to second. And catching his breath, Shea awkwardly ran towards second base, gleaming and struggling to make it to the base. By the time Shea rounded towards second base, the right fielder had the ball, the smallest guy on their team who now had his first chance to be the hero for his team. He could have thrown the ball to the second baseman for the tag, but he understood the pitcher's intention, so he too intentionally threw the ball high and far over the third baseman's head. Shea ran towards third base. As the runners ahead of him circled the bases towards home, all were screaming, Shea! 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 All the way, Shea! Shea reached the third base because the opposing shortstop ran to help him by turning him in the direction of third base and shouted, Run to third! As Shea rounded third, the boys from, from both teams and the spectators were on their feet, screaming, Shea, run home! Run home! Shea ran to home, stepped on the plate, and was cheered as the hero who hit the grand slam and won the game for his team. That day, said the father softly, with tears now rolling down his face, The boys from both teams helped bring a piece of true love and humanity into this world. Shay didn't make it to another summer. He died that winter, having never forgotten being the hero and making me so happy and coming home and seeing his mother tearfully embrace her little hero of the day. And now a little footnote to this story. We all send thousands of jokes through email without a second thought, but when it comes to to sending messages about life choices, people hesitate. The crude, vulgar, and often obscene pass freely through cyberspace, but public discussion about decency is too often uh, suppressed in our schools and workplaces. If you're thinking about forwarding this message, the chances are that you're probably sorting out the people in your address book who aren't the appropriate ones to to receive this type of message. Well the person who sent you this believes that we can all make a difference. We all have we all have thousands of opportunities every single day to help realize the natural order of things so many c- seemingly t- uh, so many t- seemingly trivial interactions between two people pr- present us with a choice do we pass along a little spark of love and humanity or do we pass up th- those opportunities and leave the world a little bit a little bit colder in the process a wise man Said once, so, society is judged by how it treats its least fortunate amongst them. You now have two choices, to to delete or to forward. May your day be a shade day. And may God bless everyone who, who decides to, to pass this on. I must have read that story 10 times throughout the course of the last week and a half. And each and every time I read that, I have tears in my eyes and I have a lump in my throat. What you can't see through audio like this was the picture that accompanied the story. It was a picture of Shay. You could tell without a shadow of a doubt that this kid um, was born with a lot of challenges he had he was disformed um, you could just tell you know and it was and I'll be straight up with you the first time i heard the story was when my wife was was reading it to my son when she forwarded me the actual post and i saw the picture i gasped at the picture I was ashamed of that because that was exactly what this guy was talking about. In this day and age, with all these technological advances, we have so many forms of communication. And when you have that many forms of communication, you have a sense of power. And what you do with that power is a it tells a story of who you are fundamentally as a person. This story right here the fact that during a league game that probably meant something, maybe everything to these kids that were in the midst of this game the opposing team wasn't worried about the score at the end. They weren't worried about who won or who lost. They weren't worried about who was the all-star. They weren't worried about the box score. They put all that to the wayside because in situations like that, that team, was, that team whether it realized it or not, came up to the crossroads on that day. And there's the right way and the wrong way when you get to those crossroads. They chose the right way because they focused on what was truly important. And it isn't who won a damn baseball game. It was about making a difference in somebody's life. It was about <clears throat> It was about providing an opportunity that this kid would remember for the rest of his life, regardless if, if his life lasted 10 years or 10 weeks after this day. This story is one of the most heart-wrenching things I have ever read, ever read. And I have read a lot of stuff in my day. And this one, man, this is going to be a story that I, 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 will, I will reference for as long as I live. And it's not something that Hollywood made up. This is real life, folks. That in a day and age when there is so much cynicism, when there is so much backstabbing, when there is so much hatred and division in our world, in our country, in our communities, this is a prime example that there are still decent people in this world, people with love, people with understanding, and people with, with compassion. The problem is, is that it's stories like this, and it's people with the three qualities that I just, that I just listed they are often overshadowed by a barrage of negativity a barrage of insults and a in a serious lack of compassion that has been a major contributor to the disarray that we are in the deterioration of our society as a whole and it, it, i i get it you know a, a lot of humor is, is 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 you know it comes from it comes at the expense of another person of another group of another entity because we may, not, we, we may not take the time to understand it. We may not take the time to put, some, put ourselves in somebody else's shoes and, and, and take two seconds and think about how that would make you feel if you were on the receiving end of whatever BS was just spewed about. The story touched my heart. And you know what? More importantly than that, it touched the heart of my 12-year-old son. A kid at an age where he's trying to figure out who he wants to be in life. Because we as parents, we worry about what kind of world our kids are going to be subjected to. I do too. But I also take as much time to think about what kind of kids am I putting out into the world. And that stems on me. And that stems on my wife. And that stems on you as parents. There is a serious lack of compassion in this world. And if this story here that I just read you does not register, and it does not make you think about how you go about things in terms of raising your kids. Now, and you don't even have to be a parent. It's how you conduct yourself day in and day out. Because no matter what you think, no matter how bad of a day you think you have, somebody's got it a hundred times worse, as was evident in this story. Your problems mean nothing when they're compared to to things like this. And, and the problem is, is that things like this are not brought to the forefront. Things like this are pushed so far out of the spotlight, it becomes forgotten. It may not be dominating the headlines, but it occupies families across your community, across your state, across our country, across the world. I don't get it. I don't get it. But there is a lot that can be taken from this story. There is a lot that can be learned. And at bare minimum, it should, in some way, shape, or form, influence you to maybe go about things a different way. To rethink your approach. To think about how you are going to tackle different situations. Just having a bad day. Somebody's always going to have it worse. We need to keep that in mind. And we need to be more sympathetic to those who are truly struggling. Truly struggling. Day in and day out. That's their life. Struggles trying to raise kids with some sort of handicap or disability. I can't imagine the kind of of mental toll that that takes. I just can't. I don't understand. And I don't understand why it takes things like this to put life in perspective. Why can't we not just... embrace life and go through life trying to be better than we were yesterday. Why is that such a hard concept? We're not going to have perfect days every single day. But we can take aspects of what didn't go right yesterday and, and try to incorporate things to make sure that we don't repeat that here today and that we won't bring tomorrow. Because you've heard me say a thousand times, tomorrow is not guaranteed. It's not. We are on borrowed time, folks. It may seem like life takes forever, but I'm here to tell you it could be over within a blink of an eye, literally. I hope, and my purpose for reading this story was to maybe put things in a different perspective for you. I really hope that I accomplish that this week. We are going to take a quick break, and when we come back to the podcast here this week, um, we are going to tackle the lack of compassion from a different angle, from a different type of circumstance, and I'm going to tell you that this, this next segment is probably going to be the one that garners me a lot of heat. A lot of negative feedback, and you know what? I'm perfectly fine with that because what I'm going to talk about on the other side of this break is things that needs to be addressed, and it needs it needs to be talked about. So if that's not something that you are that you are interested in, this is probably the portion of the show where you're going to want to kind of sh- shut her down this week, and we'll come back next week with something a little, hopefully, um, a little you know, more light for you. We'll be back with more of the the Heart Podcast right after this. Hey everybody, this is the Hitman, Brett Fortney. And I'm Todd Gilbert. Join us every Wednesday night exclusively on Solid State Radio for Hanging with the Hitman. Every week we'll be discussing music, movies, pop culture, current events, basically anything that's going on or anything that comes to mind. So turn it up, come hang with us. There's no better place to hang than with the Hitman. Available exclusively on SolidStateRadio.net or the Solid State Radio app. Available on all Android and iOS devices. Toodles. The all new Klaus to the Heart website is up and running and it is your one stop place for everything under the Klaus to the Heart umbrella from the YouTube show premieres to new episodes of the podcast and much, much more, including blogs and message boards and a link to our brand new merchandise store that is powered by CafePress.com. If you are a fan of the show, if you are a fan of what we are doing, we certainly encourage you to check out the new Klaus to the Heart website. Just look for Klaus to the Heart.net for everything under the CTTH umbrella and as always we certainly appreciate your continued support for everything that is Klaus to the Heart. Welcome back to the Klaus to the Heart podcast powered by Anchor.fm. I certainly appreciate you uh, hanging around but I'm going to tell you one more time before I get going into this thing. Um, this is going to be the part of the show that is most definitely rated M for mature audiences only. Um, because I, I have I have no doubt. I, full disclosure, I have no doubt I'm going to get fired up about what I'm fixing to talk about. This week's show is kind of uh, dealing with th- with compassion or the the lack of thereof. The lack of understanding. The lack of empathy. The lack of sympathy. All the qualities that make a lot of people that walk among us assholes. Straight up. I don't, you know... It boggles my mind when you when you go on social media. You don't even have to go on social media. If you watch the news regardless of what what station you you watch primarily um you know everybody's got an opinion you know what i'm saying everybody has a point of view everybody has some some sort of of way of of looking at things that generally speaking especially now is not going to be universally accepted by every single person that they come in contact with. And when something that they don't agree with gets reported or spotlight on or whatever the case may be, you know, we will sit there and try to justify our point of view in In direct retaliation for what you have just heard, seen, or read. Um, And it doesn't matter what the subject is. Everybody's got an opinion. Everybody's got their own point of view. Everybody has... um, (sighs) Man, I'll tell you what, I, I... The bottom line, ladies and gentlemen, is a lot of you need to get your egos in check because these are the same people that will preach for as long as the day is, as many hours as as there are in the day, about how they want peace and how they want some sort of calm, especially in a year that has been dominated by so much controversy so much division so much everything that has made this year 2020 a banner year of an absolute shit show and it's just it's gotten to a point to where it 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 all it's become it's it's almost become su- suffocating to a point. And it doesn't matter if you're talking about the the presidential election. It doesn't matter if you're talking about the COVID-19 pandemic. It doesn't matter if you have opposing views of the Black Lives Matter movement. It doesn't matter if you have a disagreement with the gay and lesbian community. Because the fact of the matter is if you don't understand it the I guess the popular way to go about it is you're gonna slam it in some way, shape, or form. Usually it's with stupid ass memes that you post or you share or that you forward or whatever. All in a, it, it, it's it's an attempt to try to n- number one make you sound smarter than you really are. Okay, let's just throw that out there. And it is because you want to make a stand, you want your voice to be heard. You want to be heard, you want to be respected. You want you want your opinion to matter. And look, we are all entitled to our opinions. But when there are facts, that 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 back up the contrary to what you believe, yet you still are on this campaign to make your point of view the dominant one, you are wasting your time, your precious time that you have. You are wasting your ability to communicate. You are wasting these avenues of opportunity. And for what? What are you doing? Why are you doing it? Because you have a lack of compassion. You have a lack of basic understanding. When there are facts, scientific facts, or proven facts that are of the contrary to what you believe or support... At some point or another, you're just going to have to suck it up and say that you are on the wrong side of that particular equation. Let's use the election first. I, I am usually not one to bring up politics on my show, but Jesus Christ, it has become stupid as to where we are in this, in, in this day and age. There are people, and a lot of people, who voted for the incumbent president of the United States, Donald Trump. A lot of people voted for him. Now, from all every news source, whether it's CNN, whether it's Fox News, whether it's NBC or ABC, all the data tells you that, number one, there has been no proof that has been brought to the light that has been deemed reliable that there was election fraud. That's a fact. No one has come of, okay, let, let, let me back up a little bit. No one of any credible source in dealing with this controversy has come out and said we have undisputable proof that there has been some sort of fraud in the election those who are claiming that there has been so, some sort of of a discrepancy in the outcome of the election are generally the ones who voted for president trump fact of the matter is by all accounts by you know i, I mean until something gets brought to the limelight that, that, that suggests otherwise Trump lost the election. And here in in a couple of weeks, we are going to have a new president elected here in the United States of America. That's just the way it is. That's just the way it is. And no amount of slamming, no amount of of negative attacks no amount of anything at this point is going to change the fact that Joe Biden is going to be elected the next president or inaugurated as the next president of our country it's done and over with now if something comes to to the forefront that that suggests Without question, that there was some sort of fraud, that there was some sort of controversy, that there was, you know, some sort of rigging of the election, then that's a, that's a completely, that's a different topic. But at this point, no, no credible source, organization or entity is going to change the fact that biden is going to be is going to be our next president it it's it's done it's over with at some point you got to move on at some point we as a nation have got to get on the same page you may you don't have to like biden you don't have to like the fact that that trump lost if that's the way that you voted, if you voted for Trump, I can, I can totally understand why people are so bent out of shape about it. But the fact is, for all, for all intents and purposes, Biden won the, the election. I don't know how many other ways it has to be presented. And I don't know why this thing has to be drug out over social media, over the regular news, you know, televised newspapers or anything of of the sort. It's done. At some point, you got to move on with your life because if you keep fighting the losing battle, you are not going to go anywhere and you are going to make yourself so angry and so miserable That even your closest friends and family aren't going to want to have a damn thing to do with you. It's just the way it is, folks. You can can tweet until the cows come home and it's not going to make a damn bit of difference. It just isn't. You're wasting your time. You're wasting your energy. You're wasting your resources. It's over move the fuck on if for nothing else for your own self being for 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 your because that's not healthy you're making yourself miserable you're making everybody around you miserable it's just it it, it is what it is as they say you don't have to like it but i Sit here bitching about it and 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 tweeting and putting these book length posts on Facebook about it isn't going to change what's happened. It isn't and instead of trying to come together instead of trying to find a way to coexist. That division just keeps growing and growing and growing, man, it's the size of the Grand Canyon at this point. And are you gonna sit there and, and and tell me or anybody else that having a divided country is better than just accepting the fact that the guy that you that you didn't vote for is now president of the United States? You got to get a grip. And that's just one aspect. Let's talk about COVID. This has been an ongoing thing since March. People are not taking it seriously. They don't want to wear the mask. They're, they'll they'll sit there and talk until the cows come home that their their rights are being violated. Look, the only thing that I see that is universally an issue in dealing with a global pandemic is the ramifications on employees, business owners, and things of the like that have been directly affected by you know these these lockdowns and these different mandates and things of this nature all in an effort to flatten the curve or so or so we've been told and then you get these smart ass people that go on there well in well you know 99% of the people who get covid will will recover from it yes you can't argue that the numbers are there in front of you. But when you're spewing that narrative, what you are also saying is that the tens or hundreds of thousands of people who are directly affected because somebody that they cared about, a friend, a family member who has died from COVID, don't mean a thing. That their sorrow, their loss, their heartbreak is... is it, it it doesn't matter. Well, fuck that. Fuck that. Because anybody that says s- something so asinine and so heartless is because you have not been, been affected by this type of ramification. You should be thankful... To the point that where you haven't had to deal with losing somebody that you care about to COVID-19. But at the same time, that doesn't give you the right to shit on all the people that have been affected by it. Either directly or indirectly. That is a total lack of compassion, folks. Compassion for your your neighbors, your friends, your colleagues, people who are dealing with this shit. People that are dealing with with the the nightmare of losing somebody to this infectious virus. Oh, it's just uh, it's just a super flu. No. It's not. Because it it affects everybody differently, man. My sister-in-law is in the medical field. She works at a hospital. Every damn day she leaves her shift. She calls my wife crying. Because of the nightmare that she just witnessed for the last 12 to 14 fucking hours. The people who don't have the luxury of being able to say goodbye to a loved one face-to-face, they got to do it through a goddamn iPad. Because they're not allowed to be in, in the same vicinity as their loved ones as they're taking their last breaths of life. I understand wholeheartedly how inconvenient lockdowns are. I understand wholeheartedly how 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 crushing it is to have your business have to fold because you can't be open because of this pandemic i have friends who have lost their businesses these 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 endeavors that they have put so much of their heart, body, mind, soul, the whole nine yards yards—in into building their business. I know people who have lost their businesses because of COVID-19 and all the lockdowns. And you can sit there and you can talk as much shit about the government as you want, especially here on the state level. Because it's easy to just cast blame on somebody who, you know, at the end of the day, their job is to try to look for the best of every single person within uh, within their community or the state or the country. And I'll be the first to tell you that this whole damn pandemic thing has been mishandled from the word go, from the from the federal level all the way down. There is no handbook on the perfect way to deal with this. There just isn't. Because there are so many unknown variables of this. Why does it affect this person a whole lot you know a whole lot differently than this person? Why? We that's just I, who knows. But at the end of the day, when especially when you're dealing with viruses, especially of of this nature, you got to take science into consideration, folks. You have to. Because I am more more apt to follow the lead of a world-renowned scientist that their whole life's work has been studying infectious Things of the of this nature, viruses and and things of this nature, over some jack off that that had a hard time trying to get a passing grade in 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 the general math. They have a hard time trying to to trying to figure out what the sum of two plus two is. You think I'm going to take their word over somebody that is a world renowned scientist? Ah ah, not happening. Not happening. Look, I understand we want to, to resume some sort of, of normalcy. But I am here to tell you, no matter what normal looks like when we get to the other end of this pandemic, it is not going to be the same that, that it was before the pandemic. It's just not going to happen. It just isn't. Not, not with something like this. This is not a flu, This is not a a roided up, you know, cold virus. This is nothing like that. This is unprecedented on so many levels. And for anybody to sit there and discount... The thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of people who lost their lives and the thousands more who are affected by, by those people's passing, you guys can go fuck yourselves because that, that tells me that you have a serious lack of compassion and it's people like you, I have no damn time for none whatsoever whatsoever because you are you are a bad person fundamentally to your core you are pure evil and i have no time in my life for assholes like that i just don't and i realize that going off on a rant like this is going to alienate some of my listeners it may it, it may alienate some of my friends that's fine that's fine because if you want to judge me based on what I believe in, I don't need you in my life to begin with. I don't agree with every single thing that that's happened since this pandemic and all the lockdowns and everything and all 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 the governor's orders and things like that. I'm not thrilled about it, but holy shit man if 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 getting past this thing means that I have to wear a mask in public for a block of time in my life, I'm going to do it. I'm not going to be happy about it, but I'm going to do it. Not just for me, but for you. For all of us. Because I'm thinking about somebody other than just myself and how inconvenienced I am. At some point, folks, you got to get your goddamn egos in check and realize that it's not always all about you and how you're inconvenienced. Because you have to wear a mask. Your rights are being violated. What about people's rights to live? What about people's rights to try to to come up with the best possible solution to a fucked up problem, because that's what this is, and it's and I got news for you, Jack, it don't just affect you, it affects every single person that you know in some way, shape, or form, either directly or indirectly, and it's unfortunate. Fortunate, And it sucks. And my heart breaks for those people who have lost their businesses, for those people who have been furloughed, for those people who have lost incomes, for those people who, who have been affected in a totally negative manner. My heart breaks for you. Nobody saw this coming to this scale. And anybody that tells you that they did, they're full of shit. They're they're trying to bullshit you just as much as they're trying to to convince themselves. I know people who have succumbed to this shit. I know people who have lost family members, multiple family members un, under one family due to COVID. And it's not just old people, ladies and gentlemen. Try telling that to the mom in Tennessee that had some. Stupid ass party! These COVID parties. Next thing you know, her her fifteen year old daughter, you know, has COVID. Three days later, she's dead. How do you think that woman feels? How do you think the parents of a five year old child that succumbed to COVID feels? Are you, you going to convince them that their kid's life? Didn't matter because they were not in that 99.9% of the people that recover from COVID. Fuck you. Fuck you and everything that you stand for. You need to get a grip on life. You live in a fantasy land. You live in one that's driven solely by your ego and your own individual wants, needs, needs. And that's not how it's supposed to be. I remember a time when, you know, we we looked out for one another. We cared about one another, not just ourselves. Why can't we do that again? At what point during, during the course of, of the last two decades did our focus become solely on what benefits us? It wasn't always like that. Not on this scale. Not on this scale. And maybe it's because we have the advent of social media where more people can, can, can broadcast their, their, their feelings about this. I, I, that's where a lot of it stems from, and I, I realize that. We didn't have so- social media when, when I was a kid. Our social media was actually going out and engaging with people face-to-face. We, we didn't have the luxury of, of hiding behind a keyboard and spewing out a bunch of shit without any kind of ramifications or, or consequences. I call it the deterioration of our society. Because it's a hell of a lot easier to, to hide behind your keyboards and post whatever it is that you don't agree with instead of trying to go through the motions of trying to find the happy medium in some way shape or form some sort of compromise it's not going to be ideal for every single person but there can be some sort of compromise that works for everybody it can if you allow it put your damn egos in check The lack of compassion in this world is one of the, one of if not the biggest problem with our society. It's all about me, me, me. It shouldn't be that way. It should be about us. Us, me and you. You and them. And the sooner you adopt that philosophy, we can start bridging that gap of division that is especially in our in our country. Things aren't always going to go our fucking way. it just isn't. We are not always going to see eye to eye on everything, but that doesn't mean that we have to keep adding fuel to the fire because nothing is being accomplished other than setting a raging inferno. To which point there may be no 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 recovery from the 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 residual damage will be too great to rebound from. I refuse. I refuse to be a part of that. I would rather go out and try to. Mend those fences. Try to bring our country back together. Try to bring our communities back together in some way, shape, or form. It can happen. I got to put the things that I don't like to the wayside, and I need to focus on what's good for all of us as a whole, not just for me as an individual. And I and I strongly feel like every single person can do something along those lines. At what point do we do we take responsibility? At what point do we stop waiting for Superman to show up and fix the world's problems when in all reality, the real superheroes are you and me, those who walk the earth today? we can be the superheroes it's just a matter of are you strong enough to do that do you have a strong enough mind to do that are you able to put your egos in check i've had to make a lot of diff- a lot of difficult choices things that I never in a million years would would have thought i I would have had to, but I also realized that if you know in 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 my little corner of the world if if I want to to move forward in life at some point I need to to put to the wayside and quit f- focusing on things that aren't happening the way that I want and focus on the things that are good and the things that I can work on to improve my situation and in turn how i can help bridge that gap my my contribution to building that bridge with that we are going to pull a bow on this week's episode and uh, l- like i said i and I, I realize i've probably alienated a good portion of My fan base. And if that's the case, I'm sorry that you feel that, you know, based on my point of view that you can no longer support my, my projects. But at the end of the day, I want what everybody else says they want. I want a lot less drama, a lot less controversy. I want to find ways to all of us to be able to work together to move forward instead of being stuck in neutral spinning our wheels and going nowhere and in worst case actually reverting backwards you can send your feed all of your feedback to the uh, the Close to the Heart Facebook page or to our email close to the heart at gmail.com or you can v- visit our website at close to the dot net. With that, we will be back next Tuesday at midnight with a brand new episode of the the to the heart podcast. And this Thursday at six p.m., a brand new episode will premiere on the YouTube channel. Um, is certainly nothing like this. I I I can guarantee you that I had a very good conversation. With um, a published uh, with a published author, in Jordan Scavone, and um, just just a tremendous guy, and I was very uh, very happy to be able to sit down with him for about an hour and and have a great con- a great conversation w- with Jordan. You can hear that and see it this Thursday on the YouTube channel. With that. Be awesome to yourselves and to each other. And we'll see you next week right here on the Klaus to the Heart podcast powered by Anchor.fm.